Greetings in Jesus' name. I am Jotham Kilimo and welcome to EBZ Devotion. I thank God for this privilege and opportunity to share, reflect, and meditate on Joshua chapter 14 for the next seven days. The main character in this chapter is Caleb, and the key theme is that Caleb gets his inheritance after waiting patiently, serving the Lord wholeheartedly. We shall be drawing different themes from which we will learn lessons to apply in our lives as Christians, especially in our context today, when we are in the throes of a devastating global pandemic, which has, to a large extent, negatively affected our social, economic, and spiritual lives. However, through all this, let us know that God is still God and He is in charge. He is still the sovereign in all the universe, known and unknown. He has not changed. My prayer is that as we go through these meditations, we'll pick up some truths about God and about our situations as we learn from Caleb. Welcome. To better understand the context of chapter 14, it will be important to read Numbers chapter 13 and 14, where the story about Moses sending the spies to the Promised Land is detailed. Caleb was one of the 12 spies, and when they gave the report, 10 gave a negative report, while Caleb and Joshua, son of Nun, gave a positive report. It is here that the promise that we see Caleb claiming here in Joshua chapter 14 was made by God to Moses. It's recorded in Numbers 14 verse 24, which says, But because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land he went to, and his descendants will inherit it. As an overview of Joshua chapter 14, I have drawn the following themes to guide our reflections and meditations this week. Number one, God's inheritance. Two, waiting on God. Three, following God wholeheartedly. Four, God's promises and five, claiming God's promises. Today, we shall start with the first one, God's inheritance for his people. So let us read Joshua chapter 14, beginning to read from verse one. Now these are the areas the Israelites received as an inheritance in the land of Canaan, which Eliezer the priest Joshua son of Nun, and the heads of the tribal clans of Israel allotted to them. The inheritances were assigned by a lot to the nine and a half tribes, as the Lord had commanded through Moses. Moses had granted the two and a half tribes the inheritance east of the Jordan, but had not granted the Levites an inheritance among the rest, for Joseph's descendants had become two tribes. Manasseh and Ephraim. The Levites received no share of the land, but only towns to live in, 
with pasture land for their flocks and herds. So the Israelites divided the land just as the Lord had commanded Moses. The Israelites had now crossed the Jordan, and here we see the land being allotted west of the Jordan. In the previous chapter, the land east of the Jordan was allotted. Both allocations were done just as God had commanded Moses. We will recall that God, in his infinite grace and divine wisdom, had called out Abraham from the land of his fathers and promised, in Genesis 12, to give his descendants the land of Canaan. In Genesis 15, uh, verses 13 to 14, God tells Abraham and his descendants that they will be enslaved in a foreign land for 400 years, but he will rescue them. That is where we pick our story at Numbers, when they are in the desert on the way to the promised land. And here in Joshua chapter 14, they are settling in that land. God has fulfilled his promise made to Abraham that his descendants would inherit Canaan. Applied today, God has also promised Abraham's spiritual descendants an inheritance, eternal life in heaven through trusting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. In Romans chapter 4, verse 16 to 18, the Bible records Paul writing that the promise God gave Abraham stated that he would be the father of many nations and that the entire world would be blessed through him. This promise was fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Jesus was from Abraham's line and truly the whole world was blessed through him. So, believers have a spiritual inheritance through Christ. Two points to note about God's spiritual inheritance for his people. Number one, it is the promise of God. The following verses tells us that God had promised spiritual inheritance for his people. It is his initiative and not a request from us. John chapter 3 verse 16 God is love and promises eternal life to all who believe in his one and only son Jesus Christ. From Hebrews chapter 9 verse 15 we see that God promises that those who are called that is called to believe in Jesus Christ and accept him as Lord and Savior receive the promised eternal inheritance. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 4, God has promised a living hope for those who have been born again through belief in the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. They will receive an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade, and this is kept in heaven. Our inheritance as believers is a sum total of all God has promised us in salvation, which is being reserved for us in heaven, and we are being preserved until the time it will be given to us. So that is the first point, that it is the promise of God. The second point to note about God's spiritual inheritance for his people is that we are to receive it by faith. 
As explained above, the only way one can receive the spiritual inheritance from God is being saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. He died to take away the punishment for our sins, that is, eternal death and separation from God. And by his resurrection from the dead, we have eternal life in the presence of God. One is saved by hearing the word of truth as the gospel of salvation and believing in Jesus Christ, as recorded in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13. And the inheritance is guaranteed through the Holy Spirit indwelling us as a deposit until the redemption being in heaven. God has promised spiritual inheritance, that's eternal life in heaven in his presence, to all who believe and accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that is, who place their faith in Christ for salvation. Then one becomes a child of God and receives the inheritance, which is guaranteed by the indwelling Holy Spirit. Which attributes of God come out in this uh, presentation? Love, grace, he's also a promise maker and promise keeper. We also learn a truth that God has promised spiritual inheritance only to those who have put their faith in Christ Jesus for their salvation. God gave the Israelites the promised land just as he had promised Abraham and through Moses. For you and I today, God has promised eternal life as our inheritance. We did not deserve this, but by his love and grace, he has offered this gift. Do you consider yourself as a partaker of God's promises? God's promised spiritual inheritance? If yes, why so? If not, will you ask Jesus into your life today to save you? You may be undergoing a difficult patch in your life today or recently, perhaps broken relationship or due to the prevailing COVID circumstances, depleted financial ability, you may be experiencing failed business or lost jobs, or as a young family, maybe lost a child, you know your situation. Will you commit the situation to our God for grace and for recovery? He is the promise maker and the promise keeper. He will fulfill it in his time and space. Only trust him fully. Let us pray. Lord God, whose love is infinite, grace amazing, and faithful in making and keeping promises, I commit the listeners into your able hands. Whatever situation they are undergoing, Lord, make a way for them in accordance with their divine purposes for their lives. Most of all, grant that they may know you more intimately through Jesus Christ and be guaranteed partakers of the spiritual inheritance. In Jesus' name I pray. 
Amen.